to your favorite podcast, the Golden Crown Podcast, where each week we bring you a dash of Hallmark movie magic. You have your hosts for season eight. You have myself, Sally, joined by the beautiful, the lovely, the fall festive, Tracy. And as always, we do have our silent co-host, Colleen the Build-A-Bear, who still smells as pumpkin spice because tis the season still. Speaking of tis the season, I do have a correction to make. I'll wait. I'll, I'll tease that it'll be coming in the second segment. So, okay. Mom, why don't you take the first segment first? So we'll start with the first segment for season eight, which is Mocha Memories. This is where Sally and I will just share something we thought about, something prophetic or illuminating, happy, positive, whatever, as we sipped sometime during this past week, our coffee, tea, mocha, latte, espresso, whatever we had for our mocha memories. As we hit Wednesday of this week that we just lived and experienced. I recognized I had gone almost a full week of drinking coffee every day, which is not typical for me. I like to switch on and off between tea and coffee to limit the caffeine intake. That being said, it did make me kind of reflect on how busy of a season it gets towards the end of the year. And I think that's just a true statement for everyone. Like I'm not Absolutely. saying this is me alone. Yeah. And then I realized, you know, seasons of busyness can feel overwhelming. Don't get me wrong. It can lead to burnout. It can lead to some bad things. But what I was reflecting on that morning was, you know, sometimes I really like the feeling of like knowing I have things that I'm looking forward to all week long. And, you know, not all busy things are fun and exciting, but this week happened to be full of a lot of fun ex and exciting things. Specifically, this will be when I finally share the news that Nick and I have adopted a dog. So, with the new condo, we'll be hosting the podcast sometime, and then you'll get to meet our dog, whose full name is Chewbacca Bean. And you'll get to definitely see pictures of him on the Instagram sometimes. Of course, Nala's still featured pup. She could never... The podcast is yeah, Nala's she, podcast. She could never so be know. replaced yes. or anything along those lines. But we'll, we might sprinkle in a few chewy pics here and there if he's hosting. So, Mom, what about you? So for my mocha memory, I'm going to hearken this past week to a work morning where I was in a leadership knowledge sharing type of session and because our company is very large very global and has announced very large headcount cuts and a huge reorganization for next year as people managers and leaders in the company there's a lot of expectation about helping people navigate through this and so as i was sipping my morning coffee which happened to be a wonderful new blend that a good friend of mine uh, had put together and so it was quite caffeinated, um, <laughs> quite eye-opening, enough that I was paying a lot of attention to the meeting Very for nice. a change. Um, uh, anyways, one of the things that was, that was shared about being a leader is the people part of it. The people that listening and talking to your team members not just always talking business mm -hmm. or continuously focusing on the objectives and deliverables, etc., but also recognizing that human beings need this personal connection and mm -hmm. that when you start meetings, for instance, maybe it's time to kind of just, just do a quick check-in with people. Right. And one of the things they mentioned was just celebrating the moment. So instead mm -hmm. of everything always being about, well, I'm stressed, well, I'm tired, well, I'm afraid, well, I don't know what's going to happen... Maybe focus the question that would get everybody like talking at the beginning of a meeting on what was a moment that was positive in this week? What was a moment that built momentum forward in this week and sharing that? And I, I kind of like that for my mocha memory. That was, yeah. yeah. Very nice. Good thing. Well, we will slip and slide into our next segment, which is latte layers. 
segment will cover the movie that we watched. And this is where I do have to make my little mini correction because I spoke too soon when I said we were out of Fall Into Love. Turns out that Three Bed, Two Bath, One Ghost was also Fall Into Love as well as Field Day. Those two movies were tacked on after I had originally done my research of Fall Into Love, which is why I missed them. And I just revealed the movie we watched this week, which was Field Day. So just to clarify, this was a Fall Into Love Hallmark original movie. Starring as leading lady Jen was Rachel Boston, who we've seen a, actually a few times this year, I think. Yes. And starring as leading man Dan is Benjamin Aries, who is someone that we have also seen before a couple times. Just, you know, your classic Hallmark couple. Of course, I do want to shout out two more actresses that are also in the movie. So this was a bigger cast for a Hallmark movie, to be honest. Starring as leading lady Kelly was also Shannon Chan Kent, who we saw in A Big Fat Family Christmas, actually at the top of this year. So we just met wow. her this year. Wow, yeah. Yeah, which is really exciting to see her again, especially, you know, in the fall. And then starring as leading lady Marissa is Carmel Amit. So I will give you Hallmark's little synopsis. They say, three moms from different social circles are forced to work together to plan their kids' elementary school, in quotes, field day. So this synopsis does well, but of course we'll expand on it just a tad. So we have our three moms with very different styles that we get to see in the beginning of the movie. Jen is very laid back. She's a single mom. She is balancing a lot with the move to our little small town. We don't really get a name. We don't, no. Uh, and no reference. Also managing her daughter's grief at her husband, her daughter's dad's recent death. About two years ago, we think they said. Yeah. So okay. she's, you know, she is very go with the flow, very relaxed and down to earth. By comparison, we have Marissa, who is our lawyer lady, classic Hallmark lawyer lady, always, always, always focused on work, always, you know, on her phone, her computer, whatever, at the beck and call of work. We've seen it before. We know this plot. Mm -hmm. Also, our final mom is Kelly who is a mom influencer. I cannot believe we finally got an influencer in a Hallmark movie. It's about time. Um, she is just like in Big Fat Family Christmas. She's adorable. Yes. I mean, I loved her character. And I even made a comment to mom that it really showed her breadth as an actress because she played a very different character. She really portrayed kind of a vapid person kind of the stereotype when you think of an influencer mm -hmm. but of course we'll get to know more as the movie goes on that's mm -hmm. not truly who yeah, she, she is. was the mom best friend yeah kelly something. mom best friend yeah <laughs> something like that yeah yeah our movie opens with jen taking her daughter to her first day at the elementary school and as she is in her breakfast pants she realizes that her daughter left her lunch and she had to run it inside. She has a whole awkward interaction with Dan, who is the physical education teacher in the building. And she's trying to buzz in. She's trying to get the attention of the front office worker. She's got headphones on. She's in her own other world. And Dan points out that there's a table with all the lunches that people forgot. So there was no need to be buzzed in. And of course, it's the meat cute me awkward kind of moment exactly and as she is leaving she runs into marissa kelly marissa 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 and finds out that the pto meeting is happening now yep basically in order to get one of the best slots of volunteering for the parent-teacher organization for the school year. They got a You dash. need to get there yeah. on time or before on time. Or you will get, and then that's kind of left blank. Yeah. Which makes Jen panic a bit and be like, okay, I'm not dressed for this. And but I'm she's already go. late, she's but I'm going to go. have to go. So she's got to show up. And basically it's all the late moms <sighs> and dads who get field day. That's all they can sign up for mm -hmm. because everything else 
all the wonderful, fun, other Halloween parties, etc., yes. etc., are all already filled by all the other Booked. parents who have been there early, if mm-hmm. not on time. This is where we also get to meet the quintessential... Regina George. Yes. Uh, nasty girl who never got out of, you know, trying to be the queen bee of the middle school, probably in the uh, high school, etc., etc. And she's the president of the PTO. Yes. And takes full control and realizes that, wow, there's not enough people signed up for this field day. Matter right. of fact, it's just Marissa and Jen as they yes. slid in late to the as meeting. marched their hooves over yes. to the sign-ups. Yes. And so she throws it at Kelly. Yes. In a very passive-aggressive manner. That she has to take charge yeah. of field day and be a part of it. Yes. This does not please Kelly. No. This does... Because everyone knows you don't want field day. Right. They have very humorous flashbacks, by they I mean Marissa and Kelly, of what field days of years past have looked like. And, I mean... It's quite the drama. It is. It is quite Black the drama. Black and white. I loved it. It's uh, all the kids, you know, struggling and mud all over them, going through fields of yeah, mud it was and sludge and being wounded and, like, the wounded warriors, basically. Yes. And it, it was a... It was a Quite a cute kind of um, yeah, it really was segue, little montage montage yeah that they they had together. But since Kelly is assigned to this field day activity, she is deciding she's gonna face it head on. She is gonna tackle it with the help of Marissa and Jen. So they go right into planning the field day, and of course Jen gets assigned to almost all the tasks. Surprise, surprise! Mm-hmm. She has to do the inventory. She has to find all the supplies, that sort of thing. So as she makes her way into the school, because of course she's she's just gonna do it now, uh, she bumps into none other than Dan, because of course it's his supply closet, and they continue to definitely have a little bit of feelings for each other. You can tell there's a spark there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it is interesting because that night we kind of get a glimpse into Jen's life because her mom comes over and is talking with the daughter and we learn that Jen hasn't quite unpacked yet from their move. From Maine. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And we learn that Jen doesn't quite want to make new friends because... She feels as though her friends in Maine really shut her out when her husband died. And she's like, you know, I'm not going to open myself up to anything again. And, of course, moms, as they tend to do, her mom had some words of wisdom. And she says, Jen, eventually you're going to have to unpack. And you're going to have to, you know, move on and make those connections. Right. And you need to do it for both of you. Right, yes. You know yeah. your daughter sees what's happening right. there. Right, it's not just about you. And Jen's a web page designer, so she yes. works from home. She has flexible hours Correct. because of that. I mean, puts in a lot of hours, but it is flexible yeah. as to when she spends those. And her way of kind of denying and bu- and bu- literally boxing out unboxing yeah. <laughs> is to just decide she'll, she has to work. So mm-hmm. she's... Doing all of the field day stuff now right. at this point because field day is only like a week or so away. Yeah, they had this, the quickest one of first, turnaround. It's one yeah. of the first events that PTO does. And because of that, she can kind of use this excuse then when she gets home, mm-hmm. even to her daughter, to say, hey, you know, I've got a full-time job. I need right. to be doing this now. Yes. And I will admit it's a little confusing. So, of course, you know, back to school season for most people is an autumn. This is a fall into love movie. Well, as they're kind of snuffling around to find some of the activities that they're going to use for field day. One of the first things that they choose to do is... Uh, the zip lining. Is it high ropes course? Is that what it was again? And zip lining. Yeah. They had the zip lining thing. And, so, and high ropes. They had while other things they're that course, standing yes. there, it's snowing. Which I thought was so bizarre. It's the only scene we have that has snow. And I was kind of confused, not sure when they filmed this, maybe that was the reason why, because this was clearly outdoors. Yes. So. True. Interestingly, we had snow and fall, which in Ohio is not that But in Canada, of. it's very true. True. So I mean, maybe we were Weeks in ago, Canada. they already had six inches. True. So. so maybe that's where we were, and maybe that explains it. Although I will say, since they moved from Maine, not sure if we were trying to be in the U.S. or not. Just I mean, it doesn't have to be. Go just, north and you're yeah, in Canada. I wasn't hey. sure. But 
during the high ropes course, they of course wanted the kids to run it because that's what they were planning on bringing in for field day. And the adults kind of get roped into doing it as well. I didn't mean that as a pun. <laughs> roped into. Specifically, you know, Marissa does kind of make fun of Kelly for her social media accounts, but she does use that as a way to engage her because she's like, you know, this would make really great content if you did this. And so then of course she's all gung ho. And they leave Jen sitting on a bench kind of sad because as Dan approaches her, she admits that with her husband gone, she was just thinking about what would happen if anything were to happen to her for her daughter. So she just stays out of it. She kind of stays behind. They have a cute little hot cider moment where of course she's opening up about how she didn't really want him to know that her husband had died because that tends to be, it tends to color the way people see her in the sense of then they only see the grief. They only see see poor Jen instead of just seeing Jen. Exactly. And she admits that a lot of her friends in Maine had left her before she even left them because in their eyes whenever they looked at her all they saw is what she lost and they couldn't quite get past that which really blindsided her for the friendships and thinking oh you know i don't want to hang around someone like that because i don't want to think about what would happen if my spouse were to die yeah so it's really actually kind of a sad scene but of course, Marissa and Kelly have to come over and kind of tease her about spending some time with Dan. And Kelly does admit that she's heard it said he won't date anyone whose child goes to the school that he works at. So, of course, she says, well, then there was nothing to talk about anyways. And she's more than happy to just move along. Because, of yes. course, from her perspective, she doesn't quite feel like she's over her husband's death. She's not. She's made it clear that even though there is a spark between the two of them, She's not super interested in finding a romance right now. Right. And so as we go along, and of course they're spending more time together with different events because she is a parent at the school and he is a teacher at the school. One of the things they have that comes up is the fall fair. Mm -hmm. Now we've already, Sally's already gone through this. This really is a fall into love. It really is. And it truly brings it. It Mm -hmm. brings it with Pumpkins and haystacks and fall leaves. Uh, Happy harvest signs. Happy harvest signs and this fall festival. So we have stack of pumpkins on crates. Right. So we have a good montage there at the fall festival. We have a fun kind of bonding. The corn maze is is a bonding time for... Or at least for Marissa and Jen. Yes. They are probably the closest. They are probably the closest. And they... Well, at least Jen winds up saving Dan from being yes. lost in this corn maze, which was a cute little it was cute. part. And as a runner-up to the title of the podcast, yes, this is where we get the bam, wall of corn uh, quote from, from Jen because she's kind of talking about, you know, just when you think life's going along just fine, yep. bam, wall of corn. And that's really where they were, you know, funny little ha-ha because... Yes. Dan was definitely not able to navigate his way out of that wall of corn. Jen wound up making it by following one of the workers who was changing out shifts. Changing out shifts. Uh, Nevertheless, that was kind of a fun little thing. And then there was another little kind of baking uh, montage of fun things where Jen and Marissa and Kelly step into the challenge that they can't let let down from the who what is the name of the nasty lady I'm just going to call her Regina George Regina George the nasty lady whatever <laughs> you know that kind of a taunting of well we're doing a bake off thing here and you can't do it you never signed up and this is the big thing to do and blah 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 well they step up and there just happens to be an open table mm-hmm. that somebody didn't who signed up didn't show up for and so wouldn't you know yes we have the three friends there there can be no recipe, which I can't understand that when it's baking. I can understand cooking. But that's but you're the supposed competition to piece. Bake from the heart. And yes. of course the nasty girl and her girlfriends are all doing great and tee hee heeing and just dancing around and enjoying themselves and making a wonderful, wonderful pumpkin dessert thing or whatever. But the cake fails for the three amigos uh of the movie and, and they kind of give it its uh uh, towel over it, uh, you know, um, kind of put it, it to rest, cover it, cover it, put it to rest. They were and... the only team that went for a cake. And of course they quickly learned the reason no one else went for a cake is because as anyone who's baked a cake knows, 
you have to wait for it to cool off before you can put ice in or do any kind of a decorations or anything else yeah so yep they they muddled their way through that one but didn't didn't succeed in that one so some really cute fall festival moments it was it was and you know mom mentions the runner-up quote of the podcast so we should at this point i guess share the real quote of the podcast so as dan and jen are flirting and getting to know each other he does kind of as a joke say that he's climbed mount everest and she says well and this is the quote of our podcast pixar it didn't happen and of course he claims that his phone froze up and there's no way to access these so (laughs) we know that they just have that kind of silly banter they definitely are growing closer as the movie goes on in fact he even texts Jen and says can I call you tonight and invite you to dinner and Jen is commenting on how old-fashioned this is but Marissa and Kelly are encouraging her to go for it because they're pushing her they're all pushing each other really to be more adventurous more accepting of what life has to offer them Mm -hmm. and even as Jen was debating whether or not to text him, she shows it to her mom, and her mom's like, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your daughter, and you owe it to your uh, late husband to take steps to make yourself happy. And she points out to her, you know, there's no harm in a first date. You can see how it goes, get your feet wet, so to speak, and figure out what that's going to feel like. So they do go on their little date, and Jen does ask for Marissa and Kelly's help in picking out a little outfit. And that was a cute montage as well, as the two besties are laying there on the on their bellies on the bed with their chins up, uh, looking at what outfit she's at and giving her feedback and encouraging her for the next one, etc. And then everybody agreeing on yes, the perfect the first date outfit, outfit for Jen. When they go to the Trattoria, so yeah. they go to an Italian place. It is kind of a sad first date, though, because we learn a lot about both of their viewpoints right now. For Dan, he has always seen love as something that is inaccessible and fickle because everyone he's known has divorced or broken up. He thinks it feels, you know, good and exciting and fun for a while, and then it just fades and fizzles out. Which is his experience then, too. Correct. Because he was serious to the point that he was actually going to propose. Yeah. And that's when she broke his heart. Yes. And so he truly has more data points just to confirm what he's thinking, which is that this isn't a viable possibility at any time. Yeah. And from her perspective, of course, losing her husband, she finally shares her story, which is that he just was having some headaches they took him to the doctor, realized it was a brain tumor, it was cancer, and he only had a few weeks left to live. So she explains, of course, how difficult this is, how everyone looked at her differently, and how this has essentially been sitting with her ever since. Sometimes it feels like it happened not too long ago. Sometimes it feels like it's been an eternity for her. And kind of walking through the complexities of that and how she doesn't know that she necessarily feels ready. So both of them are talking themselves out of the relationship on the first date, with which is definitely tough to see. But this is what leads to the syrup moment. Because she tells her parents when she gets back that she's simply not going to date anyone. And not going to give anyone a chance. Because it's easier and there's more certainty in saying no than in saying yes. And her mom comes back to her house late at night and says that her late husband Nate had recorded videos before his death for everyone Mm -hmm. to say goodbye but there was one that she hadn't seen yet and her mom said he only said to share this with her if they saw that she was stuck. This was a very emotional. There was a gift accompanying. Yeah. This was a very emotional syrupy scene for me. There might have been tears as I was pumping in the vanilla syrup because her husband's video essentially said that in life with its uncertainties, most of which he's already experienced at this point, it's more important that she, as he put it, live, laugh, love, (laughs) which is the signs that she hates. But he says there's a lot of truth to it because all that we know is what's right in front of us and it's most important for, in his eyes, for her to be happy. 
and he wants that for her and he wants her to take those steps. And the gift that accompanied it, of course, was the love, laugh, love sign that she hates. Mm. And it was really cute and really funny. And she had even told her mom that she had want, all she wanted was to be able to talk with him that evening. And it was low-key, like the scene from Onward that always makes me cry. It's probably why I cried then, too. Because it was, like, the perfect amount of pauses for them to be able to talk to each other, even though they're not both physically present. So, yes, that was our little syrup moment. And with, you know, renewed with the confidence that she is following her husband's wishes, that she can realize that she has to seize her moment, she rushes to Dan during field day prep and basically expresses, yes, it was during field day prep. They were throwing around, like, football in the field or something right. like that. That's what Dan right. was doing simultaneously as they were kind of planning out the last minute set of details. Yep. What, what all they were going to have out there mm-hmm. on the field and yes, exactly. And they both admit, okay, we talked ourselves out of the first date, let's try a second first date because that's not how we wanted that to go. And they both admit that they're interested in each other. But this does get a very nasty glance from Miss Regina George herself. And we learned that the reason that Dan's quote rule about not dating parents was really her because she asked him out and he didn't know what to say. He knew he wanted to say no, so instead he just made up this fake rule so she would because back he off. knew she was not a oh, nice yeah. person. He had no inclination whatsoever to go on a date with her. Didn't want to encourage it in the yeah. least. And even though he just agreed to a second date, a second first date, excuse me, as soon as Regina shoots them that look, he kind of backs down already and says, you know, I don't want you to have to deal with the drama that's going to come from that, the fallout. He knows the kind of person that she is. And she has the very sweet line, Mom even got a little... I heard you comment on this one where she basically said, I would rather handle a thousand Regina Georges than wonder what could have been if we would have given ourselves a chance. And this is kind of her motto for them as they're trying to move forward. One notable scene that we forgot to mention is that as they were picking up trophies for field day, they were in line for some pop-up Bloody Bloody Mary Mary vodka vodka bar. bar. (laughs) And they have hours long wait. Kelly cannot leverage her influence to get in sooner, but they call in scary lawyer lady Marissa. And scary lawyer lady gets the job done by making up some city ordinance city ordinance thing that doesn't even exist yeah. but the poor bouncer guy at the front who's letting people in doesn't know that correct so you get some silly dancing yeah. you get uh these Mary foods on top vodka of Mary. with the skewer yeah with the uh, like bar, bar foods the yeah smaller, bite-sized bar food things on top would of you it. have gone for that mom Absolutely not. I Oh, I, really? I'm not a Bloody Mary fan. Okay, I, that'll I be our poll I, question for the week. Yeah, Bloody Marys, you, is it a yes or a no for you? Yeah, go for it. And I I think you either, it is a very distinct line. You I don't know that off. I've had a Bloody Mary before. I, I tried to sip, and I, I could not. I Honestly, could not. I like tomatoes, and I like Worcestershire sauce, so there's a chance. There's a chance for me. There's a chance that I might I like do it. too, but not, not with vodka, I don't. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's see. Let's see what the poll says yeah, when it goes see. out. But they have a fun time. The three do. amigos do let loose with dancing and being silly. And they take pictures where yes. Kelly's not concerned about being an influencer. She's actually just having fun. Right. And these these come back to be a positive uh, feedback to her, by the way, later on. But, yeah, that was a cute little... We it didn't cover that part sweet. of it. That, that's probably... A good and it really that... showed the friendship that was forming between the three of yes. them. How Jen was willing to bring Marissa in to help them. And Marissa finally was letting go of work and creating time for fun. And like mom shared, Kelly was finally being her authentic self instead of just Worrying about people pleasing and, and, yeah, and being making superficial. a show. Exactly. And... Because Kelly had made fun of Marissa for being such a full-time work mom. And then Marissa would make fun of Kelly for her social media posts, etc. All of that is, over time, fading away. Yes, we have approached 
field day now. This is the day. This is their time to shine. Kelly has stood up to Miss Regina George and said that parents really need to step up just because certain people don't like Kelly or have beef with Kelly, which we learned from Dan was actually that. Yeah. Some complex story about how Regina George's daughter stole something from someone. Jordan, who is Kelly's daughter, kind of got the fallout for it. Kelly stood up for her and said, no, it was Regina George's daughter, which of course did not blow over well, and they just cut her off completely. Yeah. Yep. So parents step up, realize, okay, we don't need to follow Queen Bee. It really is for our kids. Yeah, it really is meant to be for the kids. The only reason we're being here right now. This is silly goose behavior. Yes. And... As field day has dawned, we get a lot of foam. Like, we're talking, we're just frothing the milk for, like, two minutes straight. Yes. Because, first of all, the high ropes course guy won't set up because he says that there's a chance of rain. Kelly is running around screaming, there will be no rain, there will, well, no, there's rain. Because the best laid plans... Not only is there rain, <laughs> but then the sprinkler system comes on. Yes, another layer to our foam. So that starts ruining the cotton candy yes. and the popcorn, popcorn and anything they've got set up already that was underneath anything yeah. is getting soaked. Ruined. The custodian is not in, so they call in the sub. Sub doesn't know where the keys are, and this leads, of course, Kelly and Marissa to say, well, Jen... Why don't you go to Mr. Dan and go find a key? And we decide we're going to play hot potato, cold potato yet again because Dan is thinking, "Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about what you said about your husband and like, I'm just, I'm not sure that I want, you know, I don't think this will work out no matter what because love isn't meant to work out. So therefore... I'm going to extrapolate and say, I want to avoid the harm for you, so let's actually not. And it is annoying. It's understandable, but it's annoying. And, of course, Jen is completely downhearted because she's like, okay, well, bye then. Have a great field day, I suppose. Jen, disheartened by what just happened with Dan, goes back out to Marissa and Kelly, who are arguing because they're throwing each other under the bus. Everyone's saying, you know, I wish... We would have never tried for field day. Like, this has been just a nightmare. I wish we never participated. Of course, Kelly's taking it harshly because this was kind of her chance to maybe show the the parent association. The PTO. Yeah, the PTO that she could handle an event on her own. And hopefully ingratiate herself back in the group. And now she sees this as yet another fail on her list of failures that she had with her new buddies. Because she was considered to be the lead. Yes, yes. So, yes. And they all part ways. It's very sad. The sprinklers are still going on. There's no end in sight. All our friends are fighting. Dan won't date her out of fear. And it's just big sad. But Marissa and Jen find each other because I think that they're kind of... I feel like in friend groups, there's normally two friends that are just kind of like the peacemakers. And they're the peacemakers in this friend group. They're the Hufflepuffs. Yeah, I like that. And so they approach Kelly and they apologize for what was said. And Jen is determined to save field day because she thinks they can move it indoors and just find different activities. She rallies the troops. She does. She's got ideas. She's got a whole board full of here's all the stuff we have. So what can we do with the stuff we have? Where can we put it inside where it would fit? We've got an hour. Yes. They were supposed to have an hour before everybody showed up. And everybody comes together to make it out a successful indoor yes field day. Foam turned sweet. Thank you very much. As it should. As it should in a Hallmark movie. And Kelly gets her revenge, which is I don't think we ever get an answer on if this is true, but she basically approaches Regina George and tells her that there are rumors being spread that she set off the sprinklers and she kind of is like you know gets her revenge of saying like how does it feel to be on the receiving end of the rumor yeah but like we, we don't, don't actually know, know if that's what don't. people were saying like yeah. i don't know if she and just, we don't know that she really she might have done that we really we, we really, really don't, don't know, know. No, no but you know it's it's a moment um the sweeter moment i think you have mom the sweeter moment is the sauce we've now gotten to the sauce our final 
element as we build our mocha layer by yes. layer where we have the conversation finally between Dan and Jen. Yes. Where the actual central message, which has been sprinkled throughout, was, was yeah. part of the syrup moment. Yeah. It has been a continual messaging from Jen. Yeah. Primarily about all we have is right now. And basically that's what she has to share with Dan is, mm -hmm. you know, I got where you're at and you know where I'm at, but all we have is right now. Right. Dan's saying, okay, yeah, I guess I'm overthinking it. Yeah. I'm worrying about what can go wrong, which is exactly what Jen had been doing the whole. Oh yeah. The whole movie. Yeah. It's a worrying about what, what, what could go wrong. Worrying and, about yeah. what if she wasn't there for her daughter. Worrying mm -hmm. about what if something happened to her. Worrying about all of that putting them in a place that boxed them in and kept them away from any kind of relationship mm -hmm. or growth or development and just said, but with obviously the video from her husband, mm -hmm. with the encouragement of these new friends, yes, with the besties. strength to say, we're going to make field day a success. No one right. else said it. Everybody mm -hmm. else was really ready to quit. Yep. She was not ready to quit. Everyone was ready to. And her messaging is all we have. Be like right the now. cotton candy and melt away. Exactly. All we are is dust in the wind. Dust in the wind. Everything is dust in the wind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, um, we were not nope. dust in the wind. We seized the moment. Don't get us on the copyright for that, I think. I don't know. <laughs> our movie rounds out with our smooch meter because as. You know, all the besties are taking little selfies in the photo booth. Which is a green screen. It is a green a screen. real one, homie. Dan comes around <laughs> and is like, you know, once again, I was thinking about what you said. Dan, when are you not thinking about what she says? And he says that he will, for reals, give it the third chance a real chance. Yes. And he was so happy that they got to celebrate this day, specifically because this is when she really opened his eyes to the potential of now. Yes. And the key of, what did we think? Um, I mean, super sweet because yeah. it was time. Yeah. And it was long waited for, it wasn't extremely passionate. Yeah, I'd agree. But it was very super sweet. I put it as medium high saying very sweet and cute like cotton candy because you're right. She's really into that cotton candy. <laughs> I, I think we'll have to buy her some cotton candy, candy soon cotton because, candy. wow. But I felt, like you said, it was time and the whole movie, you're like, okay, you have the spark. You both are the reason that you're holding yourselves back. Like, yeah, can and, this happen? I know. And even, even when they say third time's a charm and yeah. let's go for it and we both agree let's go for it. I wasn't sure we were going to get Yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure at all. Because he leans down towards her, kisses her cheek, and then is Oh, whispering, I forgot about this part. Is ah! whispering in her ears ah! how beautiful and smart and positive and sexy and I didn't know if you'd say lovely it. and all these all these wonderful things he says to her, and she's kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll say more, you know, kind of thing. Is that how you would feel in the moment? Oh, yeah. Oh, Go no, for it. Mom. But And then that's when he kisses her. I mean, yeah. well, she, actually, she 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 goes and... Yeah, she, I mean, does, she does. It's a it's very, very mutual. mutual. It's, it's a very mutual. Ooh, that was almost jinx. Yeah. Uh, jinx again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... I thought that was that was that was sweeter than yeah. the kiss yeah. to me. I mean that was okay. More... No, that's a good point. When you take the moment in full context, yes, I definitely think we get that medium high to high. Yes, and that's really how we round out our and movie. Voila. Everyone's happy, happy, and take a photo all together. Cute little picky. It really Pixar was. It didn't cute. happen, and that is the end of our movie. So let's touch on our remaining elements. Okay, fashion, hair, makeup for our three leading ladies. Lovely. And Loves. all... All of them. Right on par for the character that yeah. they were. Yes. The, from, they from did the a really good social job. Social media influencer yeah. maven to the high power attorney lady yeah. to the laid back. Yep. Web Down designer. Work from home. Yeah. Mom Jen. Um, two of the two husbands for Marissa yes. and Jen too. Their daughters, all gorgeous. Yep. And... I wouldn't. I thought they looked more like they were in high school. Yeah, I don't that know was about me. That I, I was just like, school, okay. Like, and, I, and I think they kind okay. of set the tone at the beginning. It was like the last year of middle school, yeah. so you're thinking maybe eighth grade. Eighth grade, you would. But know. I'm, I'm, 
Even then, and females, I guess maybe that's true a little more developed. True. But I'm I'm just saying I no. just saying juniors or um, seniors in high school is the way they look to me. But that's what about you know. Mr. Benjamin Dan? Did he get the mom homer hunk of approval? I, I'm not a big no. uh, yeah. Okay, no. okay. P Money should have been in P there. P Money. We'll see him on the cruise. We will. Uh, I'm so hopeful. I'm so hopeful. We obviously Setting don't was, know, but didn't matter. Loved it. Gorgeous fall. Yeah. Fakey, fakey, lots of fakey, fakey pumpkins. Didn't care. Don't care. Didn't care. It was don't fake care. leaves. Didn't care. It was like don't the care. little fake hair. Haystack. It didn't matter. Small town for sure. Fall for sure. Fall. Small festival. Fall, fall deckies. Yeah. Fall colors. Fall mentioned all the time. Yeah. Fall signs. Very perfect. Loved it. Didn't care what city we were or yeah where it was. Didn't matter. Last one, chemistry of our main couple. We've touched on it, but final thoughts. Any concluding thoughts? I, I you know, I had a really hard time with his wishy-washiness. That's what I, I just kind of, you know, don't don't go hot and cold. I, I almost felt like it was the um, three bed, two bath. Chris McNally. Well, yeah, I thought it was the, I thought it was Cindy's man, the McNally um, condition of wimbly wambly back and forth and back and forth. But I mean, it was a good solid. It was mm -hmm. a good solid build. Yes. A little unusual that you'd have that kind of quick chemistry all of a sudden when you first meet somebody, but I, not impossible. Yeah, not impossible. I liked the chemistry. Okay. I thought the buildup could have looked different, but I think what they were trying to get at was two people who had very broken ideas about love for very different reasons, like almost on the opposite ends. Someone who believes in love fully but doesn't believe they could find it again and someone who doesn't believe in love therefore won't give them the give themselves the chance to find it. So I get where all, well, everything right. played out the way it did. True. But it does make it a really hard sell for the chemistry because it's like you see it but you can't hear it. Best chemistry was those last couple yeah. months together. Oh, absolutely. That's that's what put it over it, the top I, for me. I mean, if you'd had that chemistry for at least the last, I don't know, 15 minutes of the movie, you would have had me. Yeah. True, that's fair. I like that. Well, that leads us to our final segment, our segment of Cappuccino Counts. This is where we give all of our counts of our various uh, things we watch in the Hallmark movies. Yes. But also where we give the most important part. And even though with the time change, our little woo-woo <laughs> has decided to scamper to bed. We will do a woo-woo rating for Nala in honor of Nala, where we will have our uh, final say about field day. Mm -hmm. First, our counts. So the counts I had, uh, jacket slash coat, um, necklaces, shoes, purses, hats and gloves. Nice. And? Phew. One purse. Okay. They each had hat and glove sets. Okay. At the so zip two, line slash, yeah. Two so, total. So two total. Shoes, she had six. And I, I, I'm hesitant on the black flats that she had, but okay. I'm going to give her six. And he had two that I saw, but he could have had more. So eight. Don't know. Yeah, so eight. Necklaces, she had at least four. Yeah, yeah. This was a good and one. And one of them was like a double set thing. Right. So, I mean, if you could say five, if you want to say five, because there were two sets, but whatever. Jacket slash coat. She had seven and he had four. So, wow. we have 11. Now, I don't know if he had more than that. I Most of them, I thought, were no, more I repeated think that with him. Right. Yeah. 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 So, which counts did you have then? So I obviously took the bevies then. So, I did adult hot and cold bevies. Adult bevies. She had one, he had one for a total of two. Technically, we didn't see the glass of wine that he drank. I just found it to be understood. Hot bevies, she had five, he had one for a total of six. And cold bevies were zero. Which for a fall movie, that's fine by me. Yeah. I wasn't upset about that. Yeah, fair enough. Which leads us then to our woo-woo rating. One to five, one being the worst. Hallmark movie we've seen, five being the absolute best Hallmark movie we've seen. Go ahead, Sally. After watching Field Day, I decided on a 4.5 woo woo rating. First of all, deckies were immaculate. This is the fall I wanted to see. Thank you, Hallmark, 
for delivering finally. Yeah, it was delivered. All the nods to Hallmark cliches that were found throughout this movie really made me laugh. The green screen at the end that they took pictures in front of with the fake fall foliage. I mean, literally could have been a Hallmark driving scene. Thank yeah, you. probably was. Thank you for poking fun at probably that. Probably was. It probably yeah. was, honestly. Um, the cooking montage, they even make a reference to like, oh, they're dancing like some cheesy cooking montage, which obviously Hallmark does do that. And that is hilarious. So that part just made me, I, I, I smile when people have self-aware humor because it's, it's good. I found that all friends had such distinct personalities. You could understand exactly where they were coming from why they were coming from that direction and it all came together in just this beautiful mold of women supporting women and I loved it I love to see it I found that the plot was very very meaningful everyone had stories that they were walking with and we figured them out throughout the movie and we saw the impact that they had in the ways that they were making changes to not just carry the negative my one question to you, Hallmark, is are you choosing to give all the sad stories to Rachel Boston? Because I feel like the last one we she's watched... She's cried a lot. She's, yeah. She's, she's, the she's last, been through a lot. The last one we watched was when Same, the husband yep. left. Yes, yes. Like, uh, right before their anniversary. Yes. And she was all, like, brokenhearted about it. But she got knocked down. And she, she got, got it up, up again. again. Nothing's ever gonna keep her down. <laughs> There we go. We had to tie it back in. Hey, you get to hear a lot of What goes around comes around. <laughs> but yeah, those are my thoughts. I mean, I, I didn't feel like it was full five because I just didn't feel like it was there, but I did feel it deserved a high rating. Yes, I agree. I agree. So my, my woo-woo rating for field day is a solid four. Four woo-woos. We're a lot more similar than last week. Yes. We're, yeah, we're a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Flower shop killed me last week. Uh, anyway, but four woo-woos because number one started at a three because it is a solid Hallmark, all Hallmark elements. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Bump it up a half because it's fall and it was a oh, beautiful yeah. fall and Sally already really went through was. all those elements. And then I go another half because for me, the solid friendship of the three yep. women was absolutely fantastic. Crushes. Very engaging because they were so different. Yep. A lot of times you'll see similar, the trio similar. of friends, but yeah. they, oh, they have this background. It's the same. They went to the same yeah. high school. They did this. They did that. Whatever. Went to the same college. It was a coming was, together story. This, this was a come together story. Like me and, and my two hockey women friends. Exactly. You guys can have a Hallmark movie. A hockey, hockey day. Hallmark movie. Hockey day. For three women hockey players. That would be awesome. Hallmark. Hallmark. Hit Take us note. up. Hit us up. Pitch it up. And, and, and what also goes into that half besides that solid friendship, gal pal um, development, is the solid storyline behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, they do deal with the fact that she has the grief that she has. Yep. I, I mean, I will say the rapidity that she recovers, given it's been over two years that her husband, and, and then all of a sudden it just seems like everything just starts clicking here. Rather rapidly, but that because it's the movie, so but you know. Part of you it is also so like long. she moved, and yeah. you know sometimes that is what it takes. You know, you get away from those same spaces that carry the same memories. Yeah. She found friends that supported her and were willing to meet her where she was at. So I actually thought that was rather uplifting because it was like, yeah, sometimes it does take a change mm-hmm. if you want to get out of old, old stuff patterns. And they and they on on Dan's side at least they developed him as well. Yeah. I mean I. Obviously, he didn't have the same depth, but he wasn't the lead. She was the right, lead. Right, I mean, that's the way it is. So, given that, I think that was fantastic. Um, I wouldn't get it to the 4.5 or a 5. There there were some slow parts. Yeah, I will oh, say absolutely. for me, there were some slow parts. Again, I said I've had problems. I had problems with kind of his development, with kind of pulling back and just s- silly things. I, I just can't imagine that he would be so influenced by this one mom who is, you know, a, a, a bear. I, I I don't know. It, Working in a school, I kind of see where he's coming <laughs> from. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> so I that's that. Yep, that's my that's my take on the woo woo rating. Well, that leads us to our shout out. So shout out to Tessa. About to go on your cruise. Enjoy. So happy for you. BC's Woo-hoo. not happy for you, but we're happy. She for is you. not <laughs> a happy kitten at all. Shout no. out to 
our husbands, to Mark and to Nick. Thank you very love much for, for supporting. We love you. Thank you for supporting our Hallmark podcasting efforts. Shout out to Kathy and Sheila who are having their craft show tomorrow, which Mom and I will be attending. Oh, and yes. Keely. And Keely. And Keely will be Cannot forget her. That's right. We may and not see Matt. Might as well shout out to Matt. I mean, we'll shout out he's, Matt. He's awesome. We may not see him tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah. we will see you, Keely. We got yeah. you. <laughs> shout out to our candle provider for the evening. We went back to Bath and Body Works, believe it or not. Uh, we've got Lakeside Morning. A little more uh, depth to this yes. scent. I, I can't burn it for too very long. Yeah. I, I will give it that. Shout out to Franklin County Dog Shelter for giving us our beautiful Chewbacca. Especially since this week is adoption week. So oh, cool. shout out to all of you who have adopted a pet. Doesn't matter. Cat, dog, pigeon. Because you can't adopt pigeons, I learned. Turtle, etc. Mm -hmm. Rabbit. I think I covered a lot of bases. <laughs> and yeah, we love we love the socially responsible choices. Shout out to all of our listeners, both loyal and new. We appreciate you coming back each week to hear our Hallmark Chitter Chatter. Next week will be our final filler movie until we hit wow. those Christmas originals. Oh my gosh, we're getting close. I know, we are getting very, very close. So... Everyone, tune in to find out. Obviously, you know, <laughs> for real, since I messed it up, we've run out of Fall Into Love movies. So, for real, this one's a true filler. Mom and I picked this one because we weren't able to get to it during our, I guess, like, previous seasons. Mm -hmm. And we really wanted to cover this one because it does have some leads that we rather enjoy. So, mm -hmm. that is all the hints you will get. You'll have to tune in to hear more next week. But, until then... Cheers!